This is the Gore Club Podcast with Steve Vessel, Derek Sturgeon, and Death Metal Dave. Dude, you're going to give me something I spent $30 on? If I can double my profit, it's gone. I don't give a fuck what it is. Nice. Sweet. I don't have any attachments. I'm going to start going to Derek's house and pricing stuff out, but I really want. Yeah. You can. I'll fucking sell everything I have. I don't care. Yeah, I get weird. I get I get that way. Um, like right now, I'm like, I'm having a yard sale in a month maybe, and then somebody's coming in town from, oh, it's funny. I think it's Michigan. Speaking, I, of, speaking of Bruce Campbell, and I'm putting a whole bunch of stuff in their store for consignment. I just don't get attached to things, man. I just, it's all just stuff. I like it, I buy it, and I collect it, but it's stuff. Rachel and I have been going through and like cleaning out our basement. Yeah. Of like, Because there's stuff that's been in boxes since I moved in, then it can go. Like all those Invader Zim toys. Yeah. I sold one of those figures for $175. Yeah. yeah. I, they, I, I remember when he got yeah. those. Yeah. As soon as it's I like, saw that. Shit hot topic. Is, was, got these for sale for six bucks. I'm trying to go to that wrestling show in October. And I was like, fuck, what can I sell? And I was like, I want to sell some of this autograph shit. Then I'm like, how the fuck am I going to sell autograph shit? Because everybody that's buy it it's gonna, on eBay is going to be like, do you have proof? I'm like, there's a fucking picture of me. That's all I got. Yeah. You don't know me. But so it doesn't, doesn't really work anymore. Yeah. You have to get it authenticated. And I'm not going to pay to have it authenticated. So then I started looking at my toys and I was like, I was looking at the shit that's not in a collection. Like, I got wrestling figures, I got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I got like horror shit. But if it's like, how many Night of the Demons things am I ever going to fucking have? You know, I'm never going to have like a Night of the Demons set. So fuck it. And there's a 100% chance they'll re-release that shit in like five years anyway. Yeah, they will. Oh, yeah. NECA's going to be like, oh, yeah, we got this figure we can make again. Now it's a two-pack. Yeah, it'll probably be like a box set. You get them all at once. So fuck it. I might as well get my two or three hundred bucks right now and go to this wrestling show I'm gonna go to. That looks that does look pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not even a big fan of wrestling. Yeah, but it's gonna that be fun. Looks pretty cool. And then fuck it. You get all those all those shows that were supposed to be in Florida. Yeah, I'm excited. Since WrestleMania got canceled because you know COVID. Yeah. Uh WrestleMania, there's always a bunch of indie wrestling shows surrounded by it. It's just like a giant party usually. But all those shows that get canceled because Mania got canceled. Well now they're gonna have them all in Indianapolis in October. So I'm going to get fucking tickets to that. Fuck yeah. That's so awesome. it's like a three day like yeah. wrestling event. Yeah. And it's, gonna, it's not going to be the party that it normally is, but it's those shows. There's a the Josh Barnett. I saw Josh, Josh Barnett's Barnett. Bloodsport. Yeah. What? Yeah. He, <laughs> oh, he does a God. Good. Cool. Yeah. Are we recording? Are we already recording? Are we We're on. Good. This oh, is, we. yeah, this is what we do. <laughs> Fuck. I just got like, just got here. I feel like, okay. Yeah. We're talking about pro wrestling. And Have a drink. Fucking. I am going to need some drinks today. I am hurting. I left your bottle right by your side. My body hurts. Yeah, my bottle is by my side. Just how my mom used to do me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. His mom just pulled out her boob for me. I was good. My mom did that to you? <laughs> I was wondering. That's what he made it sound like. No. Oh, fuck. Nah, if she did, I'm not going to tell you. What a bummer. <laughs> for you maybe oh. <laughs> Steven yummy yummy cap off my bad day with that news oh god <laughs> let's go to happy things oh god holy shit everybody oh hang let's on. talk about bruce <laughs> bruce campbell milk Derek's mom real quick i'll be right back yeah uh, that's a good segue into bruce campbell milking my mom this week we're talking about bruce campbell everybody uh and Derek's mom's boobs Let's not oh, ever do that. Oh god, <laughs> she's gonna Google search this if she's figured out Google, and this is oh, gonna she... be real bad. You think this is the worst thing she's gonna figure out if she ever Google searches you? 
You're right on that one. <laughs> That's true. Those, those videos on some of those sites aren't good. Uh, don't Google anybody. <laughs> don't Google me. Don't ever Google yourself. It's one don't of the weirdest things it. ever. But I wonder if Bruce Campbell has ever Googled himself. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight is Bruce Lauren Campbell. Wait, what's his middle name? Lauren. Don't say that. I don't well, like Lauren. that. Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Lauren. I, I say Lauren because, you know, I, I add extra syllables to everything. I'm, I'm an idiot. That's cool. Well, <laughs> it's cool then. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm Derek. I'm Steve Vessel. I'm Death Metal Dave. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Do you need a hug or something? He sounds Derek so is in a sad. great mood tonight. I, feel, I love this. I feel like I've been beaten down mentally and physically now. And special guest star. So let's just Eeyore. jump into Bruce Lauren Campbell's yeah. career. Oh my God! Born in uh, was it June uh, nineteen? What the fuck, Dave? Nineteen fifty-eight. Hell yeah! Twenty-second. You have it written down like right there. I do. Yeah, I, I wrote that down like a week ago. Oh, so you forgot where it was at? I just like, wasn't even looking at the whiteboard. <laughs> in Michigan. I was looking into your eyes and thinking about other things. He's he's older than my mom. I says, oh, fuck. Oh, Bruce Campbell, yeah. I was like, man, I am not. No, you're not. Bruce Campbell is. <laughs> so that, that's something I have going. <laughs> he's, what the fuck? He's almost 70 years old? No, I don't get, I don't do good math. 62. 62. <laughs> yeah, he's not almost 70. He's barely 60. Yeah, 62 years old. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, happy birthday, June Bur- 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 Bruce Campbell, baby. Happy birthday. Remember, remember. <laughs> Late birthday. It's I know June. I know. it's almost all it's fucking September, October. man. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? It's June 22nd, and we're in September. Well, happy, happy belated birthday, Bruce. Oh, man. He didn't. He's not going to hear this anyway. Oh, of and, course not. And if he does, it's fucking three months late. <laughs> he, he, I would appreciate it. You would be a shitty friend. I, I, I am sometimes. If I came over here and you're like, happy birthday, Derek. I'm like, oh, that was an August motherfucker. Thanks. It was. And we did. We did do that. Okay. I remember that now. See, I'm redeemed. Yeah, no, you're not. But it's fine. <laughs> so tell me about Bruce Campbell. Fill me in. Fill me, out, fill me in on this guy before he became a star. Well, before it, they were stars. Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell was born in Royal Oak, Michigan. Take it, Dave. I don't know where the fuck that is. That's fine. That, that's all I had. That's just... Is that it? Yeah, he's... He was born, <laughs> born in Michigan. That's all you got? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. Just give me a second. Did he work at a motor plant? Oh, my no, God. I mean, they could have. It was in Michigan. I feel like that's what he would do. Do we have to start at the beginning? Uh, we, you know, we don't have to start from like... How far is that from Detroit? Good is he a point. big like, ICP fan or is he more of an Eminem guy? I would say Alice Cooper and Iggy Pop, but that's just me. Oh, are those guys also from Detroit? Yeah. Do they say that in their songs? No, I, would, I just know. I it. would know it's, that. It's like they, they, it's like an MC5. If they would the Detroit the streets. In it's, their it's, it's 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 down like on the mitten right there. It's right there. So if you're looking at YouTube, it's it's in the yeah yeah. It's on where, Dave's where palm. Where you catch apparently. the ball in the mitten. No, it's it's that's how you Michigan is a mitten. I don't. And you look oh at it. That's God. you point where point to the mitten where where is it really? You, is that what yeah? People it do? is. God, I hate this life. I know. Dated somebody from Michigan once. Do you have any other things about Bruce Campbell besides it's on the fucking mitten? And then he did Evil Dead. Jesus Christ. Yes. And then he did Evil Dead. Actually, actually, let's start this off. In 1977, he he found, uh, they all found each other. It's Rob Tappert, uh, Scott Spiegel, I think, uh, and Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. They all kind of went to college together, didn't they? Yes. I know the answer to these, but I like throwing out questions. I know the answers to all this stuff, but yeah. And then uh, they started doing uh, short films, uh, plays and things like that. But one of the first things they did was, I think it's called It's Murder. And he had a small role, but they just realized they could beat the fuck out of Bruce Campbell. And he was like, all right, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Take take 45. Especially in these little short yeah. films when you have no time. It's just like, beat the crap out of him. Let's go to the next scene. And he met him and he met Sam Raimi when he was in high school. Holy fuck, I forgot about Wiley that. Wiley Groves High School. 
And they had a Super 8 camera, and that's when they became friends and started making movies. And then they eventually attended Western Michigan University. Dave, you're obviously reading. I like the way you're reading. This is how it is. Yeah, I like that they were, they were way smarter than me and my friends. We had a camera, and we just jumped off shit and broke bones. And, didn't do any, <laughs> and never became Bruce Campbell's and Sam Raimi's. They, they were a different kind of nerd. I guess. Wrestling nerds. I'm pretty fucking jealous of that. Yeah. I should have got better friends. Now I got friends that do podcasts with me. Yeah, it's true. We love you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we said happy birthday to you on your birthday. Nah, fuck that. Okay. And then we talked about my mom's boobs. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. Oh, fuck. Then they uh, they, they just kept fucking around. I've seen a, a lot of their- They just kept fucking around. They did. They did. They, uh, I've seen a lot of their short films. Uh, they had a great time. They were really a whole lot of like slapstick comedies. That's cool. Uh, they did, did like a uh, Raiders of the Lost Art kind of like homage film. It's- How are you watching these? uh vhs most of the time when i was a kid like yeah. the guy who owned a, a local video store called wild and wild and woody woody wild, wild and wild, wild and woody. woody i can't ever speak on these things anymore uh he would just give me vhs all the time he'd give me work prints of vhs of movies i liked or like third generation japanese laser disc things and he was like here check this out and i saw so many little shorts i saw one of the first films they did together we're going to get it right into it's called within the woods and it was the worst i had to like I felt like I was trying to de-scramble boobs, talking about scramble boobies a couple episodes ago, just to get this shit to, to be able to see it. Uh, and that's how I saw most of these movies. Yeah, there was a collection, like a, a VHS collection of uh, a lot of Sam Raimi's uh, early movies. Well, shit, I need to find that. I've never yeah, had it was, that. It was, just, it was just a tape that I, I've seen a couple times where it would just have several different uh, movies on it, short films. Well, sweet. That seems like something they would cash in on if he has a bunch of short films and old shit just to set, put out a box set. Well, I think Within the Woods is actually on a lot of special features now. Well, Within um, the Woods was uh, shot as a way to get people to, to attract actors to make evil dead. Investors, yeah. yeah and investors. get investors. Yeah, and it worked uh, for the most part. They, <laughs> they still had to bust a lot of ass. They, they learned. That's the great thing about this whole troop of guys, this whole group of people. Uh, is they just did it from the ground up. They did it their way. They didn't know how else would do it. They just got a camera and as much pennies as they could get together. Apparently, I know Bruce has always talking about go to dentists. You know, that's that's where you need to go get your money to get your movies made. Uh, all the books that we've, I've read, I've seen interviews with him over the years. He's like, I don't know. He's always either he's joking or he's being serious. It's like, go to dentists because they have money and they just don't know what to do with it. I'm like, I need to remember that. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, man, thanks for fixing my teeth. You want to make a fucking horror movie? Right. Yeah. Where a tree <laughs> rapes people. Ugh, that's not until Evil Dead, but yeah, yeah. that's that, that thing is that within the woods, uh, it's it's him and uh, and Ellen Sandwes, and it's like their roles are reversed, where he gets possessed, and she's like the, the, the heroine, and then she has to fight him off. It's almost just like Evil Dead. It's in the cabin. It's like a little, uh, they're they're a couple, and it is everything goes to hell. But they made that little short too, like he's like Dave said to get investors, and it worked. Uh, it took it took another couple of years, and they finally made Book of the Dead, also known as Evil Dead. Dun dun. Oh, dun, okay. Dun, dun, dun. So that's what Book of the Dead is. I was going to yeah. ask you that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what the fuck is Book of the Dead, Steve? In 1981, Book of the Dead was released, and uh, uh, this guy named Irving Shapiro actually helped make that movie happen. Um, and he he was integral to uh, getting a lot of people's careers going. And I wish he was still alive, but he was old as fuck back then, so I know he's not alive now. Irving Shapiro. He's probably been dead for a very long time. Yeah, I think he died like in the mid 80s. If not, if not like. Right, right after this game. Right, I'm yeah. Like, Fucking peace. Uh, but let's talk about Evil Dead. I mean, we have to talk about Evil Dead. It's I know we have really? so much to talk about, but that's the that's the that's the pin. That's the that's the tack in the fucking in the map right that's, there. That's what a lot that's of people think of. Uh, you know, the, the character of Ashley J. Williams. They, they think of they think of the chainsaw hand. They think of him cutting up his friends, the Necronomicon. They think of Evil Dead too. The fruit sellers. 
Yeah, sadly, that is a thing. Uh, and I, I've, I always went back and forth with people. <clears throat> Evil Dead is actually my favorite. I think it's the experience. Really? Yeah, I it's the one that is I, better. It is a better film. Yeah, but the the experience that you have on that first movie, you see it. Some people yeah, say they yeah. saw Evil Dead two first, and then they went back and saw Evil Dead. They're like, ah, that kind of sucked. I'm like, yeah, I get what you're saying. You can see like the Gordon hose yeah. full of blood spurting off the shoulders and all that. But the the level of craftsmanship they were able to bring to the Tennessee Hills uh, for nothing and made people everybody's dropping off a set. Nobody wants to come back. There's just, it's just grueling. It's in the wintertime, blood sticking. They have they're literally living in that cabin. It's hell. Yeah. And uh, you know, nobody's making money. Hell, he didn't make money until like 95. So think about that. Yeah, well, <laughs> then conventions happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of like one of the first times I'd actually even heard of Bruce Campbell was at a Weekend of Horrors ad in a Fangoria magazine. So good connection there. What year was that? Jesus Christ. 80, 86? God. Maybe? Yeah. I was just born. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't reading shit. Yeah. No, it was a bloody best of Fangoria. I think I've mentioned that before. That's crazy. Uh, it, it's the it's the Evil Dead uh, iconic one where he's like getting ready to uh, dab somebody with yeah. the uh, with the with the chainsaw over his head, but he's got both hands because it's Evil Dead, not Evil Dead Two. Uh, yeah. Ted Raimi is uh, this little brother of Sam Raimi, who's like you know it's he's they would, would, how do you want to go into the shimps because shimps the the word shimps and the use of that term in their in their films is extremely important. Dave hit me. Oh, Jesus caught me off guard. What oh, shit. Okay, well, the fake ship. He was looking at porn. And I was looking at porn. was looking at Bruce Campbell porn on the tablet. Uh, the fake ship is anybody who's a Bruce Campbell Somebody fan can. or even a Sam Raimi fan knows. It's like something that they would each call themselves when they, they have to do a role that they're not actually supposed to be in. So say Evil Dead, when Cheryl is all zombified, a lot of those times it's actually Ted Raimi in makeup. Um, he also did uh, Henrietta in Evil Dead 2. We'll get to that. But uh, And... Just had different people doing different things all the time. They were all of camera. It's, it's kind of like the same stories you hear from Halloween, where everyone's a grip, everyone's an actor, everyone is, is shooting blood in somebody's face or oatmeal. The stop motion is is actually really freaking good for that time for no budget. There's so many people who worked on that film, including Joe uh, Laduca, who did the music from Evil Dead One all the way up to now, Ash vs Evil Dead. So people have bonded through, over this film. They blood, sweat, and tears, the whole story, and it, it, that made those friendships last forever, and they still kick Bruce Campbell's ass to this day. The same people. <laughs> Even though he's the boss now. So you're saying you like this movie not because of the movie, but because of the suffering that went into making the movie. No, it's about knowing how awesome that film was before I even saw it. Like, yeah. I, that's what you did. You read about it. You're like, holy fuck, this sounds like hell. And then you actually go rent it with your friends, and then you're, it, it actually lives up yeah. to what you thought it was going to be at that time. And we were, I remember hiding behind the sofa and we're all freaking out over all the effects because it wasn't supposed to be a comedy and people go back and, and kind of like rewrite their own memory of like, it How wasn't that funny. Evil Dead Part 1 has any comedy. Evil Dead 1 not, wasn't, wasn't a comedy. It's, it's definitely not. totally different feel. Like if somebody watches some Evil levity Dead, to it. if somebody watches Evil Dead 2 first, they think it's funny because it's the same movie for the most part. Oh, as yeah. The first one just with more comedy, more laughs, more slapstick. Right. Wayne um, yeah. And, oh, hell yeah. Implied. He's supposed to be. They're huge Stooges fans, and it's in a lot of their films. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> that whole, like, that long nod, Dave, just that was great for radio. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Steve. You're right, Steve. You're right, Steve. Oh, You're Good job, high. Steve. Well, I mean, I could go yeah. on until you, whatever you guys want to jump into. We've got, well, just name off some of the films he helped work on. He did. Uh, after Evil Dead, he didn't do a lot of things. He had to actually go back and get real jobs. Most of them all did. Nobody made me money off this film. It wasn't a big hit until it hit VHS, and they were able to get that one 
fucking quote from Stephen King and put it on the cover. It's on the movie poster behind your all's head. It's just like, it's so fucking important how much that sold that film for them. And they talk about it and they can't not talk about it because yeah. it's, it's like, oh, Stephen King likes this. That's that guy that did Cujo. The most ferociously you know? original horror film of the year. Right. Stephen King. That Did he mean it, though? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Yeah. Stephen King seems like the kind of person that says what he means. I don't know, man. I see his name on some shit these days and I'm like, did you watch it? Really? Don't fucking lie yeah, to me, Stephen. Yeah, we, we do things for our friends, though, right? No. Well, <laughs> another, fuck never. Another thing about Evil Dead is that uh, I think we mentioned this before, but when it came out, it originally had the NC-17 rating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was it, for, for all the gore and how they got it into theaters and grindhouses. Was well, the, I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it was NC seventeen wasn't invented back then, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, they it was. Wasn't, they had it was X. Yeah, it was. It was an X rated yeah. because of all the gore. So they basically what they did is they went and cut the R rating off of another film and just tagged it on that and then took it to theaters. Yeah, and that that totally yeah. <laughs> so fucking punk rock. I they were still and showing that movie into the '90s too in movie theaters. I remember like on radio spots for it, like at midnight showings at Evil Dead at like Dixie Dozen and different places like that in Louisville. Well, so that, that, that is a way, weird fucking thing. That is a way that they help to try to get people to see it. Almost kind of like the roadshow thing. Yeah. They would put it on double bills with Night of Living Dead, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I know, but this That's is... That's real shit. You can go find those old-fashioned, yeah. or even, like you said, in the 90s. This is like 15 years after it came out. That's that fucking right. They would play it. Like yeah. There would be radio spots for it. Like, see one of the scariest movies of all time. Midnight only. Yeah. And it would be Evil Dead. And I'm like, that's fucking bizarre. But maybe that was just like a... Maybe I was young and didn't realize it was just like a big push for whatever the fifth or sixth VHS release of that fucking movie. Oh, yeah. That's the Anchor Bay treatment, as I like to call it. We'll get to that, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we go over every, every Evil Dead release, that would take a lifetime. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so so with Bruce, right after Evil Dead, what was his next starring role? Starring role? Seriously, uh, he got cut out of... Well, there's, two, there's a couple of different stories. Crime Wave came out after that uh he did like a little uh, a, a fake trailer for blood simple to help get their film made because they were actually film friends uh with the coens and coens were really really looked up to sam raimi uh back then and so he was like fuck i'll help you do whatever the hell you want to do so they made that this little trailer for blood simple that actually got the film made and then they made crime wave which is a comedy film and it's uh it's about crime <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like the johnny dangerously with no fucking budget whatsoever if they didn't have that name already point break would have probably been called crime, crime wave. wave yeah uh but if you listen to two different stories there's one where he they filmed half the movie and then they had to refilm it with a different character and, his, and they pretty much cut all of his roles out or there's another story that i read that he just didn't the the producers were like no he's this guy he yeah. can't act so they didn't even film those scenes, but I've, I've read both. And he I've couldn't read... act, though. No, and when he does try, I really appreciate Back then, it. Back it's really bad. If you listen to any interview with Bruce Campbell, he talks about like Evil Dead, how like he doesn't like going back and watching it because how bad of an actor he was at the time. And yeah. he constantly talks about that. He's like, it took me about 15 years to figure this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. And I'm like, I appreciate that. I appreciate the honesty about but it. But he can take too. a brick to the face so they're willing to forgive Yeah, him. that's important. I can take a brick to the face. Nobody fucking hired me. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I, I would totally hire you, Derek. Yeah, I know you did. Here I am. Uh, and then we go from Crime Wave right into Evil Dead 2. Really? That, that was it? Just fucking Crime yeah. Wave? Well, I mean, he did some short short he, films. He, he and did some bit parts and things like that. Some Wait, short we talk, yeah. If we talk about the king of bit parts, we'll be here for three hours. Well, Dave said he did some short, short well, films. I didn't know shorts. if he did yeah. short films or short, short films. Well, it's just shorts. 
It's a shorts. Okay, uh, he did shorts. Oh, uh, shorts. I like Toro, like Toro, Toro, Toro. That's a uh, Generations, a TV series. Toro, Toro, Toro's an anime. Well, Generations was an actual soap opera he did Isn't right it? after Evil Dead was uh, in his series. local area. Uh, soap opera. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Cleveland Smith, Bounty Hunter. That I sounds really, awesome. I really want to see that. I'd watch that. Uh, then a uh, movie Going Back and then Crime Wave. And then you have Thou Shalt Not Kill Except, which he was uncredited for. Yeah. I don't like any Sam of Sam Raimi's list. in that film, too. How did we get to Evil Dead 2? That's did they, where we go. Did they have a meeting and go like, hey, let's just remake part one, but make it zanier? Is that what happened? You know, there's that's another thing. I've read Sam Raimi's accounts. I've read Bruce Campbell's. What's I've, Sam Raimi's accounts? Look at the truth. Uh, <laughs> not with Bruce Campbell. Nobody's making us. money. Nobody's doing anything. Yeah. Crime Wave was a massive bomb. Uh, he, he really wanted that to be something, and he put a lot of heart into it. If you ever get a chance to watch Crime Wave, you should. It's really zany. It's over the top. Yeah. It, it, it encompasses a lot of the things that he would able be able to do in other films. Um, so Evil Dead. He's like, fuck it. Let's make Evil Dead too. And but, they actually got a budget. But was his idea, let's just remake the first one, or is this actually supposed to be a sequel? Now, that's a little bit different. Here, The, the, the story that I read, and this must have been, no, he was actually at a convention that Bruce Campbell was at, and he talked about that they that Sam just could not get the rights because he was trying to do the beginning yeah. of the film. So he basically could not get the rights to the original film. You know, it's his fucking film, but it happens all the time. So he just remade the whole beginning over again Yeah, with Bridget Fonda, and, and, that's, and then it leads right into that. It's just really weird that they did that because it's the same movie, essentially. Mm -hmm. Especially with Bruce. The first 20 minutes, it definitely is. Because Bruce is the same character, so he should be well aware (laughs) of what the hell's going on. Yeah. It would have been better if he like walked in the room. He's like, I hate this bitch. I'm going to take her to this cabin and murder the shit out of her. Then I'm like, oh, this makes makes sense now. (laughs) This makes a lot of sense. But I'm like, why do you take this woman you love to this cabin that you know bad things happen? It's because he doesn't know bad things happen. Because part one didn't ever happen. So it's like a reboot, right? It's not really a part two. Ah, nice. It's, it's its own reboot. It's its own, it's its reboot. own reboot. I mean, what yeah. else could it be? It can't be a sequel. So I can get it back. The first yeah, one ever happened. It's the same film up to like when the evil dead comes through the house yeah. and then takes him back to the back and then he hits the tree and then he wakes up and he's evil and, the, and then that's when the new movie pretty much starts. Yeah. Even the tree scene comes back. Yeah. But they made it. They made it wacky and fun uh, this time. Yeah. I like how we skipped over that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, that's for a different day. We'll probably talk about this whole franchise one day. But yeah, they made it like kind of goofy. You know, it's it's funny in a way this time around. Toss oh, it yeah. around. It's not some weird, creepy thing chasing her, and it's not a it's not a horny tree this time. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like we kind of skipped over tree. that part. Yeah. yeah, it's not a maple tree this time. <laughs> <laughs> Good observation, Derek. That's what I'm here for. <clears throat> so, so like I said, we won't we won't dwell too much on Evil Dead too because we'll probably go over. We'll these cover this depth. franchise yeah, one day eventually. But from there, he goes. He was on not, uh, uh, an episode of Knott's Landing, apparently. Oh, my God. <clears throat> what the gonna, fuck's that? Knott's, nope. See, people don't know what the fuck you're talking about, even though I do. It was my mom's favorite. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, oh, fuck you. I'm not talking about Knott's Landing. Mom, why would I know <laughs> your Show your Knott's Landing to Maniac Nuts. Cop. <laughs> <laughs> Which I watched. I rewatched that one last night, and it was, it was, it was weird uh, because there's a big scene in Maniac Cop before Bruce Campbell was even really in it, and... Um, yeah, it's just a bunch of people. They're interviewing people about this crazy cop that's out there killing people. And everybody's like, I don't fucking trust the police. Oh, I'll tell no. you at any moment. I'm like, am I watching the fucking news? Yeah, you like, are. No, I'm watching a movie that, was, that was made in 88. 2020. <laughs> uh, the thing... Uh, the, he had a bit part. I mean, it's not a bit part. Hell, he's the sidekick in Maniac Cop. Yeah, but it's not a bit part. We he's talked like, about. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we talked about this director in another episode, uh, uh, Bill Lustig, and he made the original Maniac. So it's funny that when uh, I first heard of Maniac Cop, I was like, "What the fuck? What's going on here? Is it like 
maniac. I had no idea what the hell he I was, was in getting for. on the police academy craze. Is that what you? I thinking? don't. I didn't know what to expect. It was one of those uh, things we talked about before. Like it's just the box. I'm like, I'm gonna yeah. fucking no, check you, this yeah, out. You had to get, yeah, the box <clears throat> sells that movie. Hell yeah, it does. And also, who was who's the maniac cop in it? Uh, Robert Zadar. Right? Rob Zadar. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say the dead guy, but there's so many the dead chin. people these days. The chin. The chin of horror. That's the weirdest looking dude. Yeah. Was he in Tango and Cash? He's you like broke, one of the villains in broke Tango. broke that jaw? Yeah, yeah, you broke yeah. that jaw. Are you fucking talking about Conan? Is he in Samurai Cop? Yeah. I think, oh, that's, yeah. I think that's his most well-known. He goes from Maniac Cop to Samurai Cop. I really appreciate that about him. Yeah, he's very nervous. Real. Yeah. Just like Liz so can his like make Maniac, and now I'm going to make Maniac Cop. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would just like his whole career just adding a word. Yeah, just interchanging. Like maniac, maniac, evil maniac dead cop, cop, ice cream, maniac yeah. cop, ice cream movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, stop. Uh, he's got like bit parts in the Intruder. It's not like anything real, but uh, that's definitely a movie people should check out. I liked it. It's not as graphic as they wanted to. I think a lot of the stuff got cut that's out. The people stranded in like the shopping yeah. place or the grocery yeah, it's store. Got Danny right? Hicks in it. Um, yeah, I didn't like that one. Oh man, uh, I, it's one of those. Maybe I should go back and watch it. I saw I, it in the Gorezone magazine. I bought it on like Blu-ray when they did that re-release, what like eight or nine years ago, mm -hmm. and I just was like, "Fuck this, man!" You're probably expecting something totally different. No, I don't ever have expectations anymore. That's at this even point better. Life. <laughs> I've learned over the years not to have expectations, especially when they're like, "Oh, and featuring Bruce Campbell," and I'm like, "Oh, he's going to be in it for fucking three minutes." Yeah, or a voiceover, like a in voiceover. Dead Next Door or something. Yeah. No, it's not bad. If I would have saw it in 87, I'd probably like it more than I did seeing it in 2012. Oh, definitely. So, uh, it's it's got that things. vibe. Yeah. yeah, It looks good. It's shot well. It's a, it's a, a Scott Spiegel production, which is one of their friends. They they didn't really work with him much after this. They worked with him a few more times, but not like it's not the same crew like yeah. Rob Tappert and Sam Raimi, Ted Raimi. It's not like that family of people. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's marketed as that, though. Oh, absolutely. Like on DVD and Blu-ray, it's totally marketed as like, from the people that brought you Evil Dead. The creators. Yeah, the creators. <laughs> From the executive producer in the key grip. Oh, <laughs> the intruder. <laughs> they do that all the time. Yeah, oh, my God. From the producer. There's like 12 producers on the fucking room. Oh, dude, every movie does yeah. that now. I can't. If I go to Walmart and look at DVDs, they're like, Eli Roth touched this movie yeah. once. He winked at somebody <laughs> on the set. And it's an Eli Roth production now. From the guy that brought Quentin Tarantino coffee. <laughs> put a booger in it. I'm like, dude. Taste the booger flavor. We'll put anyone's name on this shit. That's why I got a question to sell Stephen King quote bullshit. Yeah, did they pay him in uh, coffee? Did they pay him? <laughs> did Sam Raimi give him a handy? Maybe. These are the questions we're going to answer, but not tonight. Don't take those to the grave. We'll never know. <laughs> that movie after Intruder, that looks like that says Moontrap Ray Rob Dyke. Okay, so and what I said like a on lot the, of words. On the, on the whiteboard of Doom, it's got I put their I put the film that I like to talk about. It has the character he played and it has the director. Oh, okay. So that's all together. Bob Dyke is the director, oh. Robert Dyke. So it's not called Moon, Moon Trap Ray Bob Dyke. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. I want to see that porno. <laughs> that sounds really Moon Trap Bob Dyke. I'd watch that. <laughs> I don't care about this movie anymore. Now I'm let down. What's Moon Trap? Moon Trap is the it's it's when he was really like we're talking about trying to um trying to actually act, learn how to act, learn the craft. Ooh. He chose shows a movie called Moon Trap to do that. Yeah. Oh, fuck this was yeah. the film where he it's decided good. to stop actually being. I think he was a security guard uh, for like a, for a beer company up to the because really? he wasn't making any money. Yeah, he always you know well, it's, yeah. it's, you know it is indie filmmaking. You you're done. You have to go back to your job. See, I thought Evil Dead Two made money. 
Yeah, but he didn't make and shit. And Maniac Cop. Oh, yeah. he didn't make shit? No. Just Sam Raimi just balling? I don't know. I never asked. <laughs> Sam Raimi's balling. Probably gave it all to Ted. He has to keep fixing the Delta, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. That thing, man. We haven't even talked about that yet. The old Delta. Dave, you want to talk about that? Oh, uh, Sam Raimi's Delta 88 that's in all of his movies. All of them. All of them? All of them. Well, all we've debated them. that. No, 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 no. Bruce Campbell confirmed that in The Quick and the Dead, oh, they man. stripped it down to the frame and put a horse carriage over it. Oh, they had the budget to do that? I need to look that up. That's a pretty expensive yeah, looking movie. It's Sharon Stone. Oh, I know. I know. She's like the producer. And she made that film happen. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. But that's like during his growing pains and critters years. So mm-hmm. maybe not so much. No, because he already did Gilbert Grape. I thought he did like Basketball Diaries at that mm-hmm. point or something. Yeah. I don't know what Basketball Diaries is about. Oh, it'll make no. you cry. No. no, it won't. It's got Mark, It's got Marky Mark in it, so <laughs> you might like no it. Soul. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to make you cry. It'll, it'll make you cry. <laughs> um, let's see. Moontrap. Moontrap he did with Walter Koenig, who actually played Chekhov in Star Trek. So it had his star power behind it. They actually had a budget. Um, <laughs> who? Who's star power? Yeah, I know. Chekhov. Nuclear know. vessels. <laughs> this is the eighties. Oh, Derek still is like, who? Star like, Trek, baby. He's just screaming this nerdy shit at me. Oh God! It's a where oh, they man. go to the moon, and the moon. It's has good that we do this in, in a basement in it's, your spot. This is where you belong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Star Trek <laughs> bullshit. Uh, it's a good film. You should check it out. It's it actually has a budget. It's got uh, good effects. Uh, he's actually really trying to act like he did in the, in the Maniac Cop movies. When you're when you're acting with fucking. Uh, Tom Atkins, you got to pull out all the stops, baby. But he's not in this film. Why? No one else ever fucking did. <laughs> What's a Tom Atkins movie? Pull out all the stops. Tom Atkins is the sh- Tom just has to be Tom. I love Tom. Tom's just an old badass. Yeah. He's been old his whole life. He's been a badass. Yeah, he's like the life. Tim Thomerson of the yeah, Halloween exactly. movie. Yeah, exactly. yeah. John Carpenter movies. Yeah. That's a callback to the Full Moon Days. Tim Thomerson is the star of Dollman, for those that give a fuck. Yeah, go check out our our Full Moon episode. So everybody's like, who's Tim Thomerson? Probably the same reaction they had to that fucking Star Trek reference. <laughs> Besides a couple of white-knuckled nerds right now that want to jump me. But you can't, because your mom won't let you. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, like, <laughs> fuck, man. You know what? We're gonna, uh, let's just move on from Let's mention some man. of these. The Dead Next Door. We talked about I that. I don't know what that is. He got, okay, it's a low-budget film. I actually really enjoyed it. It's a zombie film before you got sick of zombie films. Uh, and he's on the fucking, the, the, his name is on the box, the VHS, yeah. Blu-ray. It's, Ooh, he does like a voice. So they like Michael Madsen did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think maybe they took one of his old television shows and put it on a, on a on a television in the background. They did that a lot with Bruce Campbell. Yeah, and his, his, his character's name was Ramey. Ah, forgot about that. Oh, crafty fucks. Yeah. Then go on to Maniac Cop 2, which... Well, he wasn't even in that one very much. He he, he does die. Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, shit. And what, like 10 minutes in? You should still check it out, man. Bill Lustig rules. Really, what you should do is fast forward to the end credits and just listen to that wonderful, wonderful Maniac Cop 2 rap song. Yeah, it's one of Derek's favorites. It is. It's an all-time 80s favorite. Can you recite it real quick? I'm not going to do that. Unless you guys get, will you make me a mixtape of all your favorite '80s movie rap songs? I got ten. Dave, Dave, money. He's. I do. I have that actually. I have a. I have a mix. That one hundred percent. Oh, we gotta get that mix. Movies, rap songs. We gotta release it on the Gore Club page. It's very much a real thing. It's a very sad thing. Probably worse than being a Trekkie. Actually, is that I do that? Fuck. Oh. I am a Trekkie, so whatever. But Hit me with your if bullshit. You, if you're, uh, if you have access to YouTube, which surely you do, if you're listening to this, just type in "Maniac Cop 2 Rap" and have a fun time. You don't even have to watch the fucking movie. It's going to tell you everything. 
It's true. Yeah, this is, it's so descriptive. Just a complete recap. Yeah, it's a real descriptive rap about the movie, and it's it's brilliant. Yeah, uh, Maniac Cup Two is a, is an upgrade from the first film. It's it's everything looks better, everything sounds better, the acting's better, the makeup effects are better. Yeah, I mean, you know, and they kill Bruce Campbell. And that's is that better though? Robert yes. Zadar's chin Fuck. looks better. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, you know, looking back, it probably wasn't unexpected when that movie came out. But for me, when by the time I watched it and they killed him, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was hot. But I wasn't prepared for that. Kill Bruce Campbell. Yeah, they do. I thought about this one. He would have been the actual fucking hero hero. And uh, no, he's not. He's, he probably had other shit to do, well, right? Hundra. What else the... came out that year? Uh, <laughs> 1990. Dark Man. Dark Man. So right. he's doing Dark Man. Uh, yeah. Well, sort of. Yeah, he's the final ship. I always, which, yeah, there you go. His ship, yeah. the board ship comes back. I always argue with people. I was like, no, motherfucker, he is Dark Man. He kind of is Dark Man. Yeah, at the end. I'm going to spoil it for you because I don't give a fuck. Dark Man was Sam Raimi's. I've uh, seen Dark Man. Yeah. And I've seen all the way to what? Die, Dark Man, die. Yeah. Right, all the sequels, yeah. See, I know shit sometimes. That's part three. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I said. I've seen it all the way up to yeah. who died. I don't know. Is there a four? No, there should be, though. How many are is Bruce Campbell in? Just the first one. Well, let's stop there then. Okay. That's all we got to talk about. What's he doing? It? What's he doing after that? Well, no, no, what's no. He what's he doing, he doing in it? it? He does it. He, he literally looks over his shoulder and gives us the old Bruce Campbell wink. That's all we get from it. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Like the end credits of the Evil Dead reboot. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's probably up there somewhere. He's too. got. A, he's got a way with things, right? He can do yeah. whatever the fuck he wants. Have either one of you seen Mind Warp? Uh, no. Remember, I I came in here and I, the first thing I said to you today was, "What the fuck's this?" And you said, "It's Mind Warp." And I went, "Hey, I haven't seen that." I couldn't remember if that was Mind uh, Moon Trap or Mind Warp, but you haven't seen either one. No, I haven't. I haven't seen Mind Warp because every time I've rented it. I've never found it on VH or on anything other than VHS, and I gave up years ago because every time I rented it, the tape was fucked up. Well, I'm gonna let you borrow my copy. Oh, he said it doesn't have any titties in it. And that's okay. I'm sorry. I was just shocked by that. <laughs> <laughs> Name a Bruce Campbell movie that has boobies. Name one. Let's go to this board dun, here. Dun, 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 dun. Evil Dead Two. I don't really. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah. Evil Dead Two. I was trying to find one outside fake. of the Evil Dead. They're world. like rubbery zombie boobies. Yeah, so. but still. I'm true. pretty sure Escape from L.A. has tits. It has to have tits, right? Does it not have tits? Mm, mm. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not Google searching that. <laughs> Bruce Campbell boobies, and then it'll be a fucking no, Photoshop no. version of God. like what Derek does with our heads for the ads. People listen to this like this guy just cares about boobs. No, not really. It's just like when I sat down and saw this movie cover and the way it's presented, it's just very much focused on that lady on the cover there. And I'm like, oh, surely that's a boob film. <laughs> and it's not. It's just about her mind. That's yeah. very pro- it's a very progressive movie. It's a very yeah, progressive I, movie. I appreciate that. It's a 1990 uh, post-apocalyptic film uh, with Angus Grimm, Bruce Campbell. Um, I forgot the damn What moment. year is it set in? 1990. Oh, oh the, where like, is it set? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. 90? I don't think it actually tells you. Okay. The near future. You know I always like that. Mad Max time. Yeah. 1999. No. Oh, God. We're all 2037. So we're close. God damn. It's actually really, it's still in that time period where he's trying not to be Bruce Campbell. He's an actor. He's the hero. His name's Stover. Um, and it's got cannibals. It's got, uh, it's, it's actually really bleak. There's no special, like there's no visual effects. So they filmed it in, in, I think they filmed it in uh, Michigan, uh, on the, it's like sand and they have all the, this, the fucking production value they got out of that fucking area is amazing. There's like snow everywhere, but they're still on the beach. It's really crazy. The actors had to be in the icy water. It's cannibal. It's like a cannibals post-apocalyptic fucking movie. Bruce Campbell. Check the fuck out. Check it out. No, we'll just wait 17 years. 
You did just sell me on that. but Or yeah, you just wait 17 like years 17 for the real thing. And it's also one of the very first Fangoria magazine uh, films they ever produced and made themselves. Uh, they only did like three at the time. I think they've come back you know, in the D- in the Blu-ray wor- world, but it's Fangoria Films made that movie. Yeah, I don't know what happened with them, though, because everybody left that company this year. Oh, shit. Apparently, they did some like really shitty stuff because like Adam <sighs> Green, all those guys left that their podcast network because of how they were treating people on set of their films. Holy fuck. Yeah. So I think I don't they released know. another press uh, press release the other day about how they're back. I don't know. They're back. At, they're back after everyone told them to fuck off. Yeah. I mean, literally oh, like every, Ellen. Like they, fucking, they, they hired a bunch of new people, I guess. I don't know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because like every filmmaker quit their like podcast network and shit. Holy and fuck. So they weren't going to work for them anymore after something was released about how they were treating people on set. It wasn't just like one incident. It was like multiple fucking times. Some wow. Shit I don't know the details, so I'm not going to like bash or anything, but. You just reminded me when you said Fangoria's back, right? And I'm That's like, funny. Oh, not really, because well, they kind of fucked up. Talking about that, it's like, like I said, I was making a joke. It sounds like Ellen. Yeah. He was actually on the show, Ellen. Not the show that's now, but you know, the, the show, the television show that she had. Oh, the comedy. Yeah. Show, I guess she did. Bruce Campbell was? Yeah. yeah. Why? <laughs> Why not? Because the bills. What did, um, he, what did he play on there? I don't remember. I never actually watched it. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry. It wasn't my Bruce Campbell, man. Yeah. You He's really, not covered in blood and... And there's no boobs in it. Speaking of being covered in blood, that's we're getting close. We get it's Army, of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness is 92. It's the same year. That's, that's right. the first Bruce Campbell movie I saw. Yeah. For sure. Because that was on TV a lot. That was the yeah. first one that I saw in out of the Evil Dead series. I went to the drive-in. My mother took us on Fridays. And it's just whatever was playing, that's what we watched. And Army of Darkness played that night. And that's when the drive-in would do... Uh, they do two movies, but they would show the first movie twice they show it after the second movie oh, okay i'm like and what I, well they show they show the first movie show the second movie and then show the first movie again and uh like i was i was amazed i'd never seen anything like this you know i'm like i was like 11 at the time yeah so perfect just, timing yeah it's just it was just so amazing because i love like dungeons and dragons and shit like that no and then blood and gore and rubber monster suits so yeah, I was really stoked. I watched it twice that night. I, I told my mom, I was like, we can't leave. I sat in front of the car until like, you know, like, what was it, like three in the morning watching this on this giant screen. And then it all started from there. I had to figure it out. And that's when I went and got yeah. rented the Evil Dead movies when I could find them and started going down the Bruce Campbell like rabbit hole trying to find more stuff from this guy. Yeah. See, I didn't get to see it at the movies. I feel like maybe I probably saw it like 95, 96 because it was on TV all the fucking time. And I'd catch like bits and pieces of it. Then I finally watched the whole thing. Had no idea it was connected to a trilogy until I bought I bought Evil Dead on VHS when I was probably like maybe 11 or 12. And then I got Evil Dead 2. And then I realized, oh, fuck, it's the same guy. Once oh, he puts got that the, chainsaw on. He's got yeah. the same name. Oh, it. Oh, and then the ending for Evil Dead 2 happened and that fucking clicked. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it all makes sense. And that's why I like that movie more than Steve does. Yeah, I think we've heard Which my we story talked about, about that last, yeah. well, last week enough of you. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. Bitching and crying. I wasn't and bitching and crying. I don't like when I things was... are funny. I hate fun. Things got to be really fucking serious. Like, yeah, that's okay, me. Steve. I'm all that serious. I'm so, was... I'm so sad that I missed this. He was mad, man. It was, no, it was rough. I was that? recounting my... Uh, it got really tense in here because he was just like... Don't, I was going to start swinging. Don't talk about Army of Darkness in front of me. It ruined <laughs> Evil Dead. You got to understand that Evil Dead was in my Fangoria catalogs and it was so crazy. And then Army of Darkness comes out and it's all whoop-de-boop-de-boop. <laughs> That's exactly how he said it. I just, oh I just imagined. God. 
He was mad. Go back and listen to that episode so you guys can like compare what I just did to what he said. That's pretty much spot on, probably. <laughs> so well, from, well, from from the from there, we had uh, looks like we had some some bit parts. Yeah, after bit the parts, I, yeah. He, did, he is the king of bit parts. You can run it through him. What's uh, the one where he's working in like there's like a newspaper company or some shit? That's the Hudsucker proxy. The Hudsucker. Yeah, that's a Coen Brothers movie. His name's like Fozzie or Fizzy, something like that on there, and he plays a really good small role in it. Yeah, so, Smitty. Like, Smitty. Smitty. I know it. Would you pull it up? Nice one, Dave. Fozzy, Fitty, Smitty. There it's, we go. It's Fitty. Yeah. Fitty. <laughs> he plays like a small role, but he, he's really good on there. He's got the dialogue solid. Uh, Congo? Yeah. Yep. He is the Laura Lenny's character. That's her husband. That's re- that's the reason she's going in to uh, the, the place really? to get him. Yeah. Fuck, I haven't watched Congo in so long. Yeah, his biggest part of that is him screaming at the camera going, no. And that's it. No, we, we talk about a lot of these bit parts. We have to talk about what he was doing while he was doing these bit parts in 93. Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Oh, yeah, we had to get that. <clears throat> it would interject the uh, the TV roles. Yeah, because then he did a lot of lot of television in the 90s. Um, a lot of television. Uh, but Briscoe County Jr., for those of you that are not familiar with it, it's a sci-fi western sci-fi horror sometimes. Okay, it's, yeah, it it's is. all over the place. So yeah. if you've seen Firefly, reverse Firefly. Yeah, that's, well, that's perfect. Wow. Okay. Nicely done, Derek. <laughs> and then you have Briscoe County Jr. Uh, you know, what's brilliant about that? Bruce Campbell had to audition five times for that fucking movie. Yeah. Show. They, I mean, nobody ever wants crazy. him in like real mainstream things. I'm like, fuck, he's perfect for this fucking role. He is amazing. I love that show so much. It's, I bought like the shitty box set they came out for oh, the it. DVD oh, set. Oh, I've got yeah, it too. Yeah, like the half-ass DVD yeah, set. Yeah, it's upstairs. Uh, I love the writing. The dialogue's great. He. I mean, if you've never seen it, essentially he's Briscoe County Jr. It's an old West thing. His dad gets killed. He's there to like fucking do what his dad was doing as a job, which was what? What the fuck are they like? It's like some They're kind of weird, hunters. those power stones yeah, and shit get orbs. out. Yeah, those orbs get out. And then there's like this bad guy named Lord Bowler, which I love that. Like the first Julius Show Enough Carry, baby. Who's no longer with us. Right. Um, but when he shows up, it's a brilliant scene because he sets out this table with Bruce Campbell with a stick of fucking dynamite, thinking he's gonna like show him up. And Campbell just sits there and orders fucking breakfast while this this wick is just burning, about to blow the whole fucking place up. And of course, old Julius snaps before he does yeah. and fucking cuts the wick. And then they become kind of buddies off and on. And they're like rival series. buddies. Like yeah, one of those weird things you see on like. Comedy yeah. shows. John Aston was in the show. Billy Drago. I, Tons of people. Yeah, Comet Dra- the horse. Drago's our other dead person from the show. Yeah, we touched on him a couple episodes ago. Uh, Billy Drago is awesome, and he plays the same kind of character that he does in the Trimmers. He's just that old west fucking asshole type guy. Yeah, that's how we actually. That's how we touched upon him is because we're like, wow, it's like an episode of uh, uh, Briscoe County Jr. with uh, Graboids. They had uh, the other character. He had villain Pete, which was that really stupid cowboy that was always feuding with him. And that dude has like tons of great one-liners, but they, I don't know if you remember him at all, but they kill him in the first episode and they liked him so much that they bring him back and they lose him for like the rest of the series, which this, this show like Firefly went one season as well. It's literally just reverse Firefly. Yeah. It's really underrated. Hit me. I was going to say, I do like that. They gave the horse a credit. Oh, they Comet, did. Comet, Comet. Comet has his own IMDB page. Apparently people. So go like it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, a quick thing about that too. Uh, if you want to watch this show ever, it is on IMDb TV for free. Oh wow! So okay, if you sweet. have the IMDb TV app, uh, it is 
absolutely free on there. I mean, I mean you gotta watch their bullshit ads. He did a lot of TV shows. Uh, he was in Lois and Clark. I mean, yeah, he did. He did an episode of American Gothic, Homicide, Life on the Street. Yeah, everybody ends up on those shows. But he did a TV movie in '96. Yo, here we go. Tornado. Have you ever seen Tornado? I haven't seen Tornado. All right, so take Twister and just change things. Just a little bit. I just going to say, I thought it was the exact same fucking I mean, movie. Oh, no, man. they changed it. It doesn't have Helen Hunt. So I know. I was like going to say, you give me Twister of Al Helen Hunt and yeah. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yeah. Let's touch weird. upon that. It sounds perfect. <laughs> well, I think I think the the differences like the differences are so small. Like I don't understand how they got didn't get sued. It was like like instead mm-hmm. of like the the big contraption called Dorothy, they called theirs the Tin Man. And it's just little things that they it's changed. Smart, yeah. It's a 20% uh, thing, probably. I saw that movie on TV. Now, I had no It was a TV clue. movie. Yeah, yeah. It, was a t- it was a made-for-TV movie, so I had no clue. All I was like, holy shit, the guy from Army of Darkness and Evil Dead's going to be in this. Uh, totally watching this. Yeah. That's like watching The Love Bug, too. Yeah, you yeah. know, you should know uh, what to expect. He did that. Herbie I, the Love Bug movie. I mean, Asylum, their whole company's built off of movies like that. You yeah. just take something that's out. Transformers came out. They're like transmorphers, motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, that's where the money's at. But I would love to find a version of Tornado. I've never, I've never been able to find a good version. It's weird. It's got to be out there somewhere. I've got Alien Apocalypse. I got a lot, a lot of shitty movies. But they never released. I don't think that one's on DVD. It weird. has to be on YouTube though. Yeah, probably. Is it a good copy? Oh, like that matters. <laughs> Why do you need a good copy? Like, I hope four, it's got tracking I problems. Need a fucking 4K press of Tornado. <laughs> With fucking yes. eight hours of special features. I'll buy the fucking Twister 4K release and I'll edit in Bruce Campbell for a couple of scenes for you. Sold. Yeah. I'll give you thirty dollars for it. Um, but yeah, Tornado came out in '96. Before that, he did. Uh, he was in Xena, Hercules. You were, yeah, Gothic, same, same character in Xena and Hercules. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that you know, it seems like in the mid '90s he did a lot of stuff like the Xena, like you said, Xena Hercules, and then he had a, lot, a few bit parts here and there uh, as well. It was the weird, the weird science TV shows and an episode of that. Yeah. Um, but you know, then he had some bit parts. Escape from L.A. He was the Surgeon General. Yeah, yeah. he's unrecognizable. The Surgeon General of of, of of L.A. Yeah, that they did some crazy makeup on him for that. It's really weird to hire Bruce Campbell and then make it look nothing like Bruce Campbell. But yeah, that's that, what they did. That came out in '96. It's a Man, it's you know what? Going back and watching that film now, I appreciate it. I'm not much gonna do more. it. Not, okay, not gonna say it because it's one of those things. See, it's like my Evil Dead thing. It's like I can't wait. This is gonna be fucking amazing. What did they do? What did you do, John Carpenter? I but fucking hate that movie. I went back and rewatched it, and I'm like, I get it. It's fun. I get it. Is it it's over the top? The, the the visual effects are bad. The surfing with fucking Fonda, uh, Pam just, Greer with the with the I big mean, voice. You know, it's. You just had to go get drunk, man. I saw it when I was a kid, and I still hated it. <laughs> so that says no, something. There's no going back and watching it. When I, if I see it at 13 I mean, and hate Snake it, Plissken, like, uh, uh surfing. No, yeah, no, it for you. It's so bad. I like cheesy movies, man, but that one was just not. That that character shouldn't be that cheesy and corny. They, he lost the grit that made Escape from New York so fucking good. They tried to make it 90s. That's yeah, all they did. They took way like, too hip. They went from like the 80s gritty shit to like 90s hip hacker style filmmaking. Yeah. Everything was colorful. Everything was loud and colorful and fun and goofy. 
the most violent movies in the world. Everything's just fucking rainbow colored and everybody's happy and fucking <laughs> somebody gets killed and you just make a joke about it. Yeah, let's Steve, yeah, uh, put Steve Buscemi in there and it'll be great. He's like, man, no. He is a great actor, but he's an ugly dude. <laughs> it's all about the eyes, man. That Steve dude Buscemi's distracts eyeballs. me when I try to watch it. I'm like, God, your eyeballs, uh, man. You guys want to jump into Bubba Hotep? Or you wanna... Well, he's still got a few more things. Yeah. yeah X-Files well, okay, episode. I'll tell you what. This, this is something I wrote down up there. I'll and tell you what. Why, I'll tell you what. Because like the re- one of the reasons he really jumped into TV and he was taking anything he could possibly get is the man only made like because nobody was hiring ninety three thousand dollars on really? Army of Darkness. That's what he made off that film. That's oh, fucked. That's uh, insane. How much Universal that, production. How much did that movie make? Did it do well? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. That's a good question, Dave. I'll figure that. Dave out. has the tablet. Uh, so yeah, fuck you after that. You uh, he, he quits his regular job, jump into into actual acting, and then he gets paid that, and that's awful. Ninety three k. I know he makes that at like a wizard world now. Right? Sitting in a chair for fucking three days. I guarantee he makes that much. Yeah, budget was eleven million. Uh box office was twenty one point five. Right. I think he got paid enough. <laughs> You're the star of this movie, Universal. Is it gonna be a wide screen a screen a wide release and then you know, eh, here's some money. Well we gotta pay advertisers and do some uh, Hollywood accounting. Yeah. Ninety three K, bud. Weinstein gets the rest. Fuck. He had oh. nothing to do with this. This wasn't a yeah. I know what you're talking about though. though. Yeah. It always goes all goes to the producers. You know what's fun about Army of Darkness? I just noticed though on the VHS. So you have Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. Army of Darkness comes out and it's from the director of Dark Man. Yeah. So that's the focus. Yeah. Huh. Well, they had to go with what was hot. People knew Dark Man. Really? Well, and it's the same company. That's how he got that yeah. universal contract. Is from Dark Man, and then Mark, Dark Man costs weird. nothing. Compared to what they're usually doing, yeah. they're like, fuck, let's make a an already well-known franchise. And like, well, that sounds like a great idea. Well, let's change the movie name at the very end. Yeah. I would have put the sequel to the movie Stephen King liked. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good... That would, I'm just going to come to you next time I have Stephen a Stephen King liked this movie. They, they <laughs> that did been 15 years ago. Two movies ago, Stephen King liked this franchise. <laughs> Watch this one. Before we get into Bubba Hotep, though, there's still... There was the Jack of All Trades TV show that he did. That was a well. great show. What the yes. fuck is that? Holy shit. Why would I know that? I don't know if you, you fucking know what Tell Hercules it, and Xena is. Give us a synopsis there, Davey. Because Hercules and Xena are timeless. <laughs> I can't. Lucy Lawless. And <laughs> Derek is on a, on a bubble. I love this. Lucy Lawless and Kevin Sorbo. I don't know what fucking Jack of All Trades. You it's don't like, even know what it's about. You're Googling it. I'm pulling up the cast asshole <laughs> what, what, that doesn't tell me what it's about that's the the question is what's it about it's it's like a spy show almost but it's like it's don't whisper it, on a show <sighs> god damn it he's getting angry because he doesn't know what this movie's about well, i'm trying to figure out the timeline for it that was the did it actually last one season or is it is this another one season bruce campbell mm, thing 22 episodes so Shit, probably, yeah one season probably was no it says it was two seasons yeah Two eleven episode seasons. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's a spy. He's an American spy, stationed in the South Pacific Island in the early nineteenth century. There it is, nineteenth century. Just watch it. Just, just watch. I it. thought you guys knew more about it because you looked at me like I was an asshole for never seeing it. Oh, I figured you would have seen it, Derek. That's Why would I have seen it? Because you like awful things, and it's right up your alley. I was probably watching Step by Step back then. Oh, good point. If it's not on TJIF, it can get the fuck out of here. And something else, something else he did in the two thousand early two thousands that was important. He started doing more voice acting, so he did the Evil Dead Hail to the King video game. 
Oh yeah, all the video games. Oh my god! You yeah. don't like that game either. That game's a piece of shit. It is bad. It was fun. No, this no. Hell to the King was not the, fun. The camera angle sucked. The controls and the camera. Yeah, angles, every time you went to do something, the camera angle. It's it, I remember that. If fun is like smashing your PlayStation or Dreamcast, if you got the fucking HD remaster, no, fuck that. The one on the PS2 though, uh, Fistful of Boomstick, and then the other one. Those are regeneration. Yeah, those Fistful, are fun games. Fistful was a lot better. It's the one with like the little guy. The little throw. guy. Yeah, you can throw. Yeah, you used better words than I was going to use for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you you're welcome yeah and then he he did a few things here and there like other bit parts the majestic uh he was in spider-man which sets sort of sets the precedent he's a sam raimi film bruce campbell's gonna be he's there somewhere all three spider-man movies he is. and in the first one he's the ring announcer which this made like my boner explode because it was he's the ring announcer for spider-man versus fucking macho man randy savage <laughs> And he, yeah, named, he, made, he, he makes it very clear that he's the one that named Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that too. If you ever want to see a scene that like puts all the things I love in one thing, so you, got, you got comics, pro wrestling, and Bruce Campbell all in one fucking scene. That, that's my brain in a ring. Yeah, sounds about right. That's so, good. Right. And then, he, of course, he does the sequels because he's in, uh, what's he, like the bellhop in the, the next one, like in a hotel and then he works in like the restaurant in the third one. Yeah, you know, it's the opera house where we're like the opera the house. Opera yeah. house that's her it. play. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's like, like oh, fi fix your tie. Yeah, yeah. Now you can't come in. No, you're you're totally fucking late. The doors are closed. Yeah. Though, yeah. So he's an asshole to Spider Man in each one. Hell yeah. Then we get to Bubble Hotel. Do we? Yes, Let's we do get to Bubble Hotel. Oh, no, we did this last week. You weren't here. Did we? <laughs> well, we don't have to talk <laughs> we, about it more. No, I don't know. I hit it. No, yeah, I want to hear your take on Bubble Hotel. Bubble Hotel was great. Don Coscarelli, the. Made Phantasm, you know, Beastmaster. Beastmaster. Gets basically the, the, the short synopsis of the film. So you've got Bruce Campbell plays a character named Sebastian Half. Sebastian Half is Elvis. He thinks he's Elvis. Or is he Elvis? Either way. You never really, you never really know. Yeah. And he, Elvis traded away his life of fame and fortune because he wanted to go back to being, you know, just a normal guy. And then the jackass that he traded his life to OD'd. So nobody believes him that he's Elvis <laughs> and he's poor and he lives in a trailer park. Well, he ends up in a old folks home and that's where the movie starts. And I'm not even going to tell you about what's going on. You're just going to have to watch it. What? And it's they what? battle the best. Well, no, 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 I'm saying yeah, I'm <laughs> the opening scene where yeah. he's basically getting, getting his, getting that weird thing on his pecker lubricator. Oh, his, his growth on yeah, his pecker. His growth. Yeah, uh, so God. it's him and Ozzy Davis. So uh, Ozzy Davis. Ozzy Davis, great. amazing actor. Ozzy Davis, who thinks, me this color. who thinks he is JFK. Um, and uh, a mummy comes into the old folks' home and just starts fucking killing everybody. I just love it because it's like so it's, it's so random and it's such a cool idea yeah. that you have Elvis and JFK Fighting a mummy, and that's probably how they pitched it. <laughs> yeah. And that's a great pitch. I would, I would watch that movie ten out of ten times. Yeah, uh, written by Jar Lansdale, who is a fantastic fucking grindhouse, uh, uh, like grindhouse movies in books. He he's great. He's gonna do the Bubba Nosferatu after that, but I guess it never happened. There, I've, see, I've I've heard several things. I heard that Bubba Nosferatu didn't happen because. Uh, there was a script and Bruce didn't like it. Uh, you know, I've heard, I've heard <laughs> that's a weird one. Yeah. Sound right. I've, I've, like, look on Derek's face. I know. I've heard they had like the funding issues, which is also doesn't sound like it could be because it seemed like Bubba well, that, Hotep. That's possible though. Well, yeah, but it seemed like Bubba Hotep was, a, was, I know, but Don's whole career is like that though. Like Don, 
Casarelli or whatever they say his last name. But like every other movie that dude makes is funding issues. Oh so. god, yeah, it's the epitome of ind- independent filmmaking. So I guess uh, I mean that makes more sense to me than Bruce Campbell reading anything. And being like, <laughs> nope, not gonna do this. Not gonna do it. Yeah, I'll do Either- fucking two seasons of Jack of All Trades. Yeah. Either way, it didn't happen, and yeah. it's very sad because. Even at the end of the movie, you know, there's a teaser for Bubba Nosferatu attacking the she vampires. And when you see something like that, you get really excited. And then it just didn't happen. Yeah, I forgot to mention that last week. See, that's what Dave's here for now. (laughs) I remember some things, guys. I know. It's funny, though, because we're going to have two weeks in a row of back-to-back breakdowns of Bubba Hotep. And I kind of love that. That's funny. Of all the movies for that to happen to, though. It's a great movie. And if somebody hasn't seen it, if you haven't seen it, if you're a fan of Bruce Campbell, you should definitely see it. Is it streaming? It, I don't know. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but I'm sure you can buy it for like five bucks. Somewhere. That's what I've learned doing this podcast. Not to get too far off track, but like fucking keep physical media alive because so much shit is nowhere to be found on streaming sites. Like when we did trimmers, I couldn't find any trimmers besides the series on YouTube. Uh, doing this Bruce Campbell stuff, which I own most of these movies, but I'm fucking lazy. And sometimes I'm just <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to put this I mean, in yeah. and I'll stream it. But I couldn't find, like, I found the first Evil Dead in the reboot on Netflix. But Evil Dead 2, you got to pay for anywhere. I couldn't find Army of Darkness. I uh, couldn't find Bubba Hotep, unless it's on something I don't fucking have. That's a great argument for that. So it's just like, man, like, guys, this shit pops up for like two months and then it's gone if you keep, you know, if you give these streaming services all the power. Everyone, physical media alive, man. I talked to so many people who are obviously, everybody's younger than me, I guess, but like, they're always, eh, I, don't, I don't really buy yeah. stuff. I'm like, okay. It's a, it's a great fucking point. It sucks, dude. It was incredibly, like, it, I thought it was going to be convenient. I was like, there's no way all the Tremors movies aren't streaming. Because I got, like, seven different services. Right. None of them. And you're getting Besides ready to release another part one. part six or whatever. Right. None of them were streaming. And it's just like, fuck that, man. And it's, it's even with all these, like, Evil Dead. Like, one of the biggest horror franchises ever. I can find the reboot, but I couldn't find the other ones besides part one on Netflix. But wow. the other two, nope. So I had to fucking get up and put a DVD in a DVD player. I'm fucking tired now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I take been, it for granted. I'm like, I'm I own it, but I, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like getting up. It'll be on YouTube. Yeah. Maybe. It did really make me, because I was getting close to going like, hey, I'll just go digital with everything. I was pretty fucking close before doing this podcast of starting to get rid of like a lot of my physical media. But now I'm like, well, fuck, man. Like they're screwing me. Even with like video games. I was like, I don't got to buy video games that much anymore. I got Game Pass. And then me and my son been playing the fuck out of NBA 2K. We went in to play it today, and they're like, nope, we've removed it from Game Pass. Holy shit. During the NBA playoffs. Because they do it to fuck you. These these streaming sites are doing it to like get more money out of you. Because they know if they can give you like a taste. Oh, yeah, remove that game during the playoffs. Because now I'm going to like want it. Now I'm going to give you money for a game I just paid, played for three months. Right. He may be the youngest of all of us, but he sounds like my fucking grandfather. Yeah. It's true, though. Yeah. And then it's it, like it's yeah. devastating because people are always thinking that way. It's yeah. like we're talking about torrents and people downloading things. Yeah. Um. <laughs> look how Amazon works. They'll give you know you can watch a movie and if you go back, say a friend comes over and you're like, hey, check this out. Suddenly it's gone, but it has that thing. You could buy it for or rent it for nine ninety nine. Not a big deal, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the director of this movie will get a penny. Awesome. It's evil. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to Bruce Campbell. Anyway, Sorry for that fucking side. No, of it's, that, but it's it, fucking very. It's, it, it's very valid. I mean, I watched Bill and Ted. Uh, the new Bill and Ted movie yeah. this week, this weekend, and I just went ahead and bought it yeah. on Amazon because it's five dollars more to just own it just so I can it. watch yeah. it again. But when it comes out, I'll probably buy a physical copy of it because yeah. digital's not the way to go. Yeah, not for me because they can just remove it at any time. Even when you buy like the digital copy, they can remove that shit. So 
Oh, shit. Well, I have all these mountains of VHS and Blu-rays and DVDs and Silly Steve Edition and crap, so. Fuck yeah, it. And I, I have, a, I have a stack of VHS. I mean, VCRs, so if something go, one goes down, I got another. <laughs> I'm, I'm still torn on it. But yeah, I mean, just, I'll go back to Bruce Campbell, but even yes. we had Ryan Riker last week doing the comedy thing, and I gave him a stack of about 30 DVDs to watch before the show because I couldn't find any of them streaming. Wow. And that's 30 fairly like popular fucking movies. I guess popular in my world <laughs> movies. Yeah, that they're cult classics, yeah. but yeah, to us, they're yeah. fucking everything. So after Bubba Hotep, where do we go with Bruce Campbell? A lot of bit parts. He did. Yeah, and I wrote that down. Yeah. Bit parts again. It's like, you know, he, I guess his biggest role at the point was... Uh, uh, Serving Sarah. Yeah, Serving yeah. Sarah. That's not a horror film. I don't know. It's it fun is. to watch him do a comedy film. It's, it's, it's what he's kind of built for, but... I no offense, I just didn't care. It was like one of those guys yeah. from Friends was in it. I can't remember. <laughs> one of the guys, you guys are depressing because yeah, it's fucking this movie just didn't do much for me. But he did a whole lot of bitch part bits parts. He did bits fucking parts. He did Duck Dodgers. He was Pork Pigler. <laughs> okay, Canine Caddy. I don't know. It's Duck Dodgers. He's the cartoon. rambling off. Yeah, part. but it just he was in a lot of a lot of random movies or a lot of random bit See, parts, TV series, shorts. You know, for me, I probably. Most of the shit on the board I didn't see until you know Burn Notice, which is funny that I watched so much Burn Notice because I watched a lot of that because that's like a you know USA TV shows are like the grandpa type shit or like young kids like I watch I remember watching like Pacific Blue when I was a kid mm. and then like Lafin Nikita and Silk Stockings all that shit would come on you know but I didn't really give a fuck about it and it, it usually it was like on after Monday Night Raw so I'd watch it I watch Cops on Bikes because you're on after fucking Monday Night Raw. <laughs> But Burn Notice, I was like, oh, fuck, there's Bruce Campbell as the sidekick. I got to watch this. And I watched, and, and the dude from uh, Blair Witch 2, whatever his name is. I don't know if anybody else calls him the dude from Blair Witch 2, but no that's way. what I know. He's called, I got to hope so. What the fuck's his name? Oh, uh, God, I'll get it. Hold on. Fucking Carl. Carl. <laughs> it's Carl. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I got to hope it is. I don't know. No, nah, he's done all kinds of shit, man. But he's a great character is on it, Burn Notice. Jeffrey Donovan, was that the? Maybe. But hey, did you ever watch Burn Notice, Steve? No, it's just I like never a, got into it's it. It's just a spy movie, essentially, with one Another spy like, show. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I stopped show? watching television, literally cable yeah. television, until like 2001. His character I never was, have gotten it back. Yeah, his character was Sam Axe, which he was a retired spy. Yeah. He was just like the he he liked uh, he liked uh, Hawaiian shirts and mojitos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like he was the comedic like act on there. You know, that's what he was there for. So it was it was kind of a fairly serious like spy show, which you that's what you get on USA because they just show like CSI and shit like that all day. But then you had like Bruce Campbell, who was just nothing but one liners, kind of this like goofy oh, retired spy that's kind of shady sometimes. I guess like he's like the Richie to this other guy's Duncan McCloud essentially. But oh he's, shit! Like, okay, he's, yeah. but he's like a very old old version of Richie. Uh, that show went on for like, it's probably the most successful show to be honest with you. I think it went for like four or five seasons. Yeah, it went it went uh, two thousand six to two thousand nine. They even had a and spinoff, spin-off, spin-off movie. Yeah, the spinoff movie. Well, Bruce Campbell got his own spinoff movie. Paul of oh, Sam wow. X. Yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah, so they like yeah, so it went to two thousand nine, and then they had they had one spinoff that wasn't Bruce Campbell's, and then they had Bruce Campbell's own spinoff movie. Yeah. So. There you go. Fucking burn notice. If you can find that, watch it. 2007, 2013. I was looking at the wrong thing. Holy shit. So it went six years. Yeah. Compared to one season of uh, Briscoe County. Yeah, the one that we all liked. There there were some movies that he did before that. Um, Alien Apocalypse, which is another TV movie. That movie is so bad, but it's so fun. I love it. I love that piece of shit. I never saw that. He spoofs it in uh, they, They Call Me Bruce. My name is Bruce. 
Yeah, it's just uh, really bad uh, CG praying mantis looking aliens that eat people's heads. And uh, yeah, it's all you did. Bruce Campbell. That's was it on sci fi? Yes. Yeah. It was definitely. Perfect. It was a sci fi movie. It's definitely a, a sci fi movie. And then that he made out. The Man with the Screaming Brain, which I believe was his directorial debut. Yeah. And I know you're a big fan of that. So if you want to expound on that. Well, movie, right, I wouldn't say I'm a big fan of I'm it. not a fan of that film at all, actually. It's a, I was happy that he got to make it. He wrote it in like 1983. Yes, um, it's very much like uh, like an old sci-fi film, like an old like if it has like a '60s sci-fi film almost feel to it. Um, it's been years since I've seen it, you know that I couldn't tell you a whole lot about it anymore. <laughs> so I, <laughs> Great I, movie. It, it, it wasn't one of I'm my sure favorites. Of so, yeah. how does he end up with a screaming brain? He gets into an accident. And oh, look gets, at me, man. He gets into an accident, and then he gets somebody else's brain put into his skull. Oh, and then the brain screams? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I have the comic book somewhere, too. Yeah, I was really excited for it. Too, I have know. the DVD. I just I watched it probably one time See, that's just, 15 yeah. years ago. I got it because when I was working at the video store. Uh, that's where I got mine from. We got, well, I got a screener copy. Oh, I didn't get that. I um, just took one. It was a promotional copy. So oh. I got I got. Oh, that. you were really excited. Oh, super excited. I was like, I want to see this Bruce Campbell movie before it's released to the general public. Like I had it months before it came out. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, mm. uh, th and that's that. I mean, if you're gonna yeah, beat us up on YouTube, that's great. Please do. But uh, this is the movie of his that I was really excited for. He was gonna direct it. Like I said, he wrote it in 1983, and uh, I remember reading about it. I got the comic book. I bought the movie, and I was like, "Fuck, it's not a horror film. Yeah. It's not a really good comedy. The effects are really bad." Like I said it. It feels like a, like, a, like sort of a campy like 60s sci-fi film. Yeah. Yeah. He, he made it on the cheap in Bulgaria. Uh, I remember all these little things, but you know what's funny? I don't remember the movie. <laughs> yeah, either do I. I, get, I remember the trailer for the movie because it's on a lot of shit that I have. Yeah. But yeah, I watched it the one time and I didn't hate it. It's just Bruce Campbell has a lot of shit and it's not going to be the one I go back to. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, and he did a lot of bit parts after that too. He did some of the Disney movies. I mean, Sky High was Sky a Disney High, movie. The Ant Bully. The Ant Bully. Aqua Teen movie, you got that up. There. I had to. Yeah, yeah he, he, did, he, he did a lot of voice uh, voice work. Stuff. Yeah, Spider Man Three was around that time too, wasn't it? Yeah, this is around the time I check out because I I can tell you I probably haven't seen any of these. Uh, this would be all you guys here. Well, Fucking. I mean, my name is Bruce. You've seen that. Yeah, that was like 2004, though, right? No, 2007. 2007. And, uh, that was the one. That was the film I thought that the man with the screaming brain was going to be like. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I was really excited for this film, and to me, it paid off. He actually made this film on his farm. That's how he cut budget. He My name it. is Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. All the sets are still there, apparently. That's fun. Yeah. Like, it's essentially like a, a town takes the actor, Bruce Campbell, thinking that he can actually kill zombies and things like that. Yeah. And he's. I don't know. It's, it's kind of a thing that's been done Yandy. before. It's, Which is the yeah, the, the, <laughs> but it's the 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 ghost of Bean Curd or something like that. I can't, oh my god, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, exactly. They got there's another film. They oh, I feel like they, they ripped this off though because like he's supposed to be the hero and they get him. And it's like like Galaxy Quest. Yeah, no, it's been done before. This concept's yeah. been done before. Going like, hey, this guy's a movie star. Let's use him. Uh, then after that, JCVD, like, like three they, amigos, Van Damme did it with JCVD. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. There's a bank robbery happening, and they're like, "Oh, John Claude Van Damme will save us." And he's like, "No, no. I can't. that movie was a little bit more serious than." Oh, way Bruce. serious. Well, because that was based off his actual life. 
uh, to a point, which made it really weird and awkward. But that's a great movie. Well, my name is Bruce. Had a lot of uh, you know, like Danny Hicks was in it. Like yeah. a lot of the people that you saw yeah. in the Evil Dead series, Army of Darkness. Um, yeah, you call your friends in. Maybe. Yeah, they were they were they were all there. It was a funny movie. Um, and it was just it was just well made. It was it was like you said everything that I hoped Man of Screaming no, Man of Screaming Brain would have been. Yeah, but yeah, it was fun. It was supposed to get a sequel too. That was supposed to get like a one, right? Like Bruce versus Frankenstein. Or yeah, something. I can't believe that nothing has been done with that. They did like a really bad comic, which I feel like every horror movie now gets a comic. But yeah, that's what I did. it's true. Sometimes everything. it's a good thing though, so they don't get a really bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> like all the big trouble little china comic books that came out well, some of those, all the evil dead yeah. comic books that came out some of those are okay well the evil dead they got too far into like a bruce versus everything dark man versus, I mean, yeah, dark man versus reanimator i've got a lot of those i had to stop there yeah, was even did like marvel zombies yeah yeah there was there was an army of darkness series that was uh a uh, comic that was that was that was going pretty strong, and it was it was great. The very well, first one, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But then it just abruptly sort of ended. Well, it's been relaunched. Yeah, and the art started going downhill. Yeah. I remember that, and the stories was next, and it's just like bummer. <laughs> they did Ash versus Freddy versus Jason because they knew fans wanted the movies, so they're like, oh uh, fuck it, we can do the comics. I bought them, right? It's fine. I mean, I bought them. I read them. It's just because, yeah. You know, I bought into a lot of that shit because I'm a mark uh, when it comes to buying Bruce Campbell stuff. I've <laughs> Got a whole basement decorated in Bruce Campbell. If he came to my house, he'd probably call the police. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Like he'd come to your house and be like, uh, "Did I get drugged to be here? How He's did like, I get you're here? You're gonna make me into a lamp." <laughs> yeah, he is. I'll put you, you in the corner with the rest of my Bruce Campbell stuff. Um, uh, I mean, my name is Bruce. Is like the last big thing he's done right well you've got oh, ash versus evil dead well but, yeah the tv series yeah yeah but yeah he really didn't do a whole lot after that like he's film been, wise yeah yeah we can jump into ash versus evil dead or we can talk about some of the things he's been doing since <laughs> well what's he been doing well he's Tell been me. he's re, more so recently uh they've been doing a drive-in tour where they're showing army of darkness evil dead uh some nights i'll show evil dead too um, and he'll do a Q and a with that. So it's like a social distancing thing where you can go and see Bruce Campbell in your car. I don't want to do that. Somebody's probably jerking off in one of those cars. Oh watching yeah. Bruce Campbell. No, and it's probably death. I've seen death metal Dave. You know, I've actually seen some pictures from it. They look pretty cool. Cause they do build like the cabin. Cause they do a social distancing photo op. Oh, that's so, awesome. Like, so like you stand on one side of the cabin, he stand on the other. It's just a picture of everybody in front of it. So that's something. I mean, I know yeah. it's not the best way to meet Bruce. You know, I feel I feel like we should have mentioned it too. Bruce has written like four or five books too. Oh yeah, I yeah. don't read. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, they're fucking great. If Chins could kill, uh, make love the Bruce Campbell way. That's right. I, I met him on his uh, on his last book tour. Uh, he did the last fan standing. Oh, Dave has a story. I forgot yeah. about this. So when they when he was on this book tour, um, they basically they gave everybody these little remotes and they were going to have a game show. And I didn't want to be on a game show. I, I just didn't care to do it. And so they gave everybody these remotes and they'd flash questions up and there were multiple choice questions. Well, I got the highest score. <laughs> So they're like, you get to be on the game show. So now I'm forced to be on it. And you get up there. There was four of us total. And it was a little, it made me a little nervous. Like, I really wish there was footage of it because I got, he asked a couple questions and I, I answered way too fast and got it wrong. 
Um, but uh, yeah, but like off by like one word, like the word oh. should have been swapped or something. Right. I remember. Right. Well, well, that's I, I didn't I didn't win. I wasn't the last fan standing. God, you. Suck. I, I came in. I came in second, but Bruce Gamble gave me twenty bucks. Um, so hey, that you was still that, have that twenty bucks, don't you? <laughs> that was no, I spent that. Fuck. Times are tough, Steve. Oh, <laughs> it's true. Um, so you know the the final round was 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 you you pick a category and the person that was in the lead, which was the other guy. He got to pick the category first, which was vampires. And it's like, shit, I would have taken that one. Because the other one was X-Men movies. And I know some about them, but I don't know all of them. Right. And I missed a question. He answered the question, so he got a point. Well, when it was his turn, they asked you know, several questions. And one of them was about the movie Fright Night. And he said, Night Fright as the answer. Right. And I was like, oh, that's wrong. But they gave him to him anyways. What? I think Bruce was tired of us. He just didn't want to be on stage anymore. He's like, I just give it to him anyway. Oh, my close God. Close enough. So it was, it, was, it was close. It was close enough. And it was fun. So it was a fun experience. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's my that's my it's Bruce. your Bruce Campbell story. That's, that's one of my many Bruce Campbell stories. Eric, do you have a Bruce Campbell story? I don't know. Oh. Well, no, I mean, with Bruce, like, I think the most interesting thing about Bruce Campbell, at least to me, is that so many fans will be like, that guy's a dick. That guy's an asshole yeah. because he acts just like Bruce Campbell. So he's like the guy that you love. But then when he talks to you the way that you would expect, everyone's like, no, he's a dick. No, all he does is joke. He just jokes huh. around with people yeah. all the time. Well, yeah. When, when, I, when, when, when I was on the game show, he asked me what I did for a living. I said, you know, I, I work with cars and, you know, I work as a service writer and whatnot. And he's like, he's like, so uh, grandma comes in and, you know, you're going to. Loosen some bolts so she needs to make so she needs to pay you some more more money. I was like, no, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't do that. And he's like, okay, criminal. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was funny, but you know, I I don't want to I don't take all Hollig all the time. But the first the first time I actually met him was the the first his first book tour, the Chins Could Kill. Yeah, I was and on that tour. It was on Halloween night. It was at uh, the Holly Cook Bookstore in town, and. I was at work and I couldn't get off to go to go meet Bruce Campbell and I was really bummed out about it. So what I did is I just took a lunch break and I went. I love this story. And <laughs> it was it was it was several hours of waiting to meet Bruce Campbell so I could get him to sign this book. How long is your lunches? It wasn't it wasn't that day, it was like three hours. It wasn't three hours, I'll tell you that. So I get all the way up there and I finally meet him. And he's like, he's like, he's like, well, what do you do? I said, oh, well, actually, I work at this video store down the street, or I might not now because I've been here for several hours. And he's like, he's like, you want me to call your boss? I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got a phone and he called my boss. He said, hey, this is Bruce Campbell. You sell my movies. Davis has been here doing some research. So cut him, cut him some slack. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so for everybody that says Bruce Campbell's a dick. No, he's an awesome person. He's an awesome human yeah. being. My Bruce Campbell tells you he's not a dick either. Yeah. And well, I mean, I think it's every everybody that's met him when they explained to me what he did. I'm like, doesn't sound like a dick. He's he not just, Linda Blair. He sounds like Bruce Campbell. Right. Like the my one of my first interactions with him was, you know, I always used to have tables with, you know, Western Evil and the t-shirt company and shit with Neil. So we would always do Wizard World, which he was like he was at every fucking wizard for like eight years straight, especially Chicago. He walked by us one time, stops and goes, that shirt's disgusting. And this is Buddy Holly's corpse. Says That'll be the day. And it's the plane crash and shit. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, you guys selling that shirt? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you're disgusting. And you're disgusting. Disgusting. Points at both of us and walks away. And me and him were like giggling, like schoolgirls. We're like, oh, this girl's disgusting. <laughs> Next day, 
Y'all got that in a large? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it was also because I was like, what the fuck? What it, it's so oh, funny yeah. that he does shit like that. He likes to poke at people and have fun. But that's what you should do because at these conventions, people don't understand that most of these people hear the same fucking thing all day. If you don't figure out a way to have fun, you're going to be miserable. Oh, absolutely. And he, he just gives them Bruce and people get mad about that sometimes. So, what can you fucking do? You that's can't perfect. win. That's a great fucking, uh, that's a fucking amazing story, actually. Uh, I think I've told mine before. I met him in 91 at a mall tour he was doing dressed as Briscoe Bresco County Jr. I think it was 91. Briscoe. Briscoe. Yeah, I always think about boobs. Sorry, sorry. About Derek's Scram- mom again. Scramble boobies. Oh, Mother. God. Mother. God damn it. Fuckers. And uh, I get up there, and it's a free fucking signing. So he's in the oh, mall. Days. Yeah, and he comes down the escalator like, oh. Bruce fucking Campbell. No, there's people behind me like I don't know who that is. I'm like, why are you in this line? Yeah. What the fuck? And um, I get up there, and he's really fucking sweet. He's all dressed in that awful cowboy outfit. It's hilarious. And uh, I don't think the show had even come out yet. It was all about Evil Dead Three at the time, Army of Darkness. And I uh, got him to sign my magazine. He was really nice. And then he picks up my daughter, who is an infant, and he shakes her, and she throws up on his costume. And he takes it like fucking like a champ. He just goes, well, that's fun. Here you go. <laughs> he signs my shit. We walk off. That's my Bruce Campbell story. And he didn't. He wasn't a dick. I have met. We've all met people at this table. We've all Some met fucking guests. Genuine shitty people. Oh, my yeah. God. And we're actually thinking about having a, uh, an episode yeah. about uh, convention nightmares. We may not mean, name names on that one. But I'll tell you right now, Bruce Campbell treated me like a fucking like an ice cream Steve sandwich might dude. not name names yeah okay well <laughs> i'm just telling you like if, I, if somebody can throw up on you and you're cool with it I'm, that's, that's my kind of guy he's been cool every time i've met him and i've like i've met him in passing i've met him being at the same fucking restaurant during the show and i've met him for photo ops and paying for fucking autographs every single time he's been cool he's just been a funny smart ass yeah. you know just like if you bring him your army of darkness poster every time because i've done i've done this twice now because i've had two posters <laughs> signed because i'm a fucking loser I mean, like, he goes, where do you want me to sign it? If you don't point at the fucking tire, he's going to go, no, you're wrong. That doesn't even make sense to sign it there. I'm signing the tire. <laughs> and he does it every time. <laughs> it's just insane, man. But people get mad about it because they think he's, like, legitimately being a dick. And I was like, no, man, he's just fucking having fun with you. you and there's probably somebody listening to this right now that's like, no, that motherfucker didn't hug me during the fucking pandemic at the six-foot-apart photo op or whatever. You know, it's, That's what people get mad about. Yeah. Anything I've ever heard, it's like, oh, he didn't do this or he didn't do that. I'm like, he doesn't have to do anything. You, yeah. There, there is genuine what, fucking pricks out there. Yeah. Was he a prick or did he, did he not just do exactly what you wanted him to do? And that's the real. Yeah. He is the character. And he's like a convention icon now. Out of anybody, I think he's like the staple of conventions, really. Because he did wiz- all those Wizard Worlds, all those horror conventions beforehand. He was doing them back when they were still free. You know, free autographs yeah. and shit like oh, that's that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I met him for free. He headlines everywhere he's at, no matter how many other guests are there. It's still going to be a crazy line for fucking Bruce Campbell, which always blew my mind at Wizard World because they got like Spike and Christopher Lloyd and all these fucking like what I would think were bigger names. Yeah. And then you look at Bruce Campbell's line and it's wrapped around the whole place still. And he's on his 400th convention in two years. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> going to be all warm and feeling inside. No, it, it's cool. I mean, he's got a pretty crazy fan base. And it's, you know, when you go over all these movies, you see like, how out there it all is, how it goes from like, you know, those t- the TV moms and shit probably have seen Xena and Hercules and fucking Briscoe County Jr. 
And then you got us dorks that are like, oh, Evil Dead. Maniac Cops. So you get like this <laughs> group of people that are, you know, in line to just meet Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And I think, I think, I and think, burn notice moms. For and sure. burn notice, definitely burn notice moms. But uh, I think, I think, you know, Ash versus Evil Dead, that's, that's huge to the fact that people still see him because that was what we were all waiting for for oh, the longest what time. What a perfect ending for a, that. I didn't finish it. I haven't watched season three yet. Oh, my. You know what? Let's, let's talk about it because this, this is the end of the podcast anyways pretty much yeah yeah. let's talk uh, about uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead came out in 2015 uh, I remember the premiere because at Gore Club we show all kinds of things and I had people trying to serve me papers trying to say that I couldn't show it and I'm like I do it legally baby yeah. anyways that, that was one of those things I remember so when we premiered the show on the night that it premiered it was a big deal to me and it couldn't have been more perfect I thought it was a perfect it was exactly what I wanted yeah. Army of Darkness to be I wasn't there for it because I was like, I can't watch this around people. Yeah, well, it was, just, it was like a massive party. And if you don't know about the Gore Club, it's pretty much like uh, a, a huge nerd gathering of people at a bar. That's yeah. all it is. And we watch movies and shows. But that's not the point. The point is, is that Ash vs. Evil Dead was exactly why I'd hoped Army of Darkness would have been. And one of the main reasons is because they actually couldn't. They were in court trying to fight over that. They couldn't even mention Army of Darkness at the show until like season two. They couldn't talk Where, about it. it Who are they fighting with? MGM? M, uh, Universal. Universal. Yeah. And I just thought it was perfect. So, No, I loved it. Like the first two seasons I thought were great. And they brought in Lucy Lawless, Xena motherfucker. Mm. That's right. A little Xena call Bring back. back. Who was married Lucy to Rob Tappert uh, since, I guess, goddamn Hercules days. Oh, really? Rob Tappert has yeah. been one of their main producers through all the Evil Dead things. Is and he a other films. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. He's been married to Lucy Lawless. That's why... Uh, a lot of those productions are in Australia. Or no, it's New Zealand. It's, uh, it's, uh, New Zealand. it's Auckland, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's where she's from. So it's all like a big family to them. Yeah, see, I never, I canceled Stars right after season two. And didn't renew after that because I was on the, my American Gods kick too. Yeah. So I still got to finish American Gods and now Ash versus Evil Dead. But I was like, when they announced it was canceled, I really wasn't mad about it. That's, I saw like an uproar from the horror community just kind of like, fuck this, it's fucking bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we got three seasons of something we never thought we were going to get one season of. And the fact is, like, if it went on too long, it would really start to suck. Oh, it would be. Yeah. You know and if I mean? it was a movie, it would have been, it, there would have been too much to cram in to, cram to in. one movie. Yeah. So we should be thankful that we got this show. Yeah, we got the reboot of Evil Dead, which I thought was fantastic. It's probably one of my favorite remakes ever. And then we got this, like, other universe where Bruce still exists, which is cool. And that's kind of what they're doing with Chucky right now, too, because Child's Play is getting that series with the originals. Yeah. And then you still got the movie universe. I like the idea of that because that's comics have been doing this shit forever. Horror fans get really uptight and mad about it. But dude, I can go to a comic book store and buy eight different versions of X-Men all on the shelf at the same time that exist in different time frames, separate universes, <laughs> yeah. all kinds of shit. You can go see three different versions of Wolverine on the shelf at any point. Horror should be the same way. And that's a good point. I'm into the fact that we got the Ash vs. Evil Dead series. And it was, I'm surprised you like it as much as you do because it's really wacky and funny. Well, sir, the thing about that is it's wacky and funny, but it came around to it. (laughs) It really melds well from Evil Dead 2. And then by the time and then by the time it's great that they go back to the cabin, they bring back the the dagger, everything that they even pretty much refilm some of the scenes than other films, just with other characters, not just necessarily Bruce Campbell. And then by the time you get to season three, I think it's my favorite season and it didn't used to be. Um, I, I kind of see why fan kind of fell off because it got serious. It got yeah. way more serious. There's actually parts in the season three um, 
episodes where it's you know he, it's him and his daughter and his daughter just pop, pops up and he's like these, these emotional uh, uh scenes and it's like well i can see why you go from the wackiness of the first two seasons and this is has a lot more heart and I would have liked to have seen another season, but I thought it ended perfectly. It was, I'm not even going to ruin it for anybody, but I'm just telling you like that, that when they reproduce the, sh the Shaq scenes with his daughter, it's just like, holy fuck, this is great. The only thing that could ruin that for me is if Jamie Kennedy showed up and looked at him and said, hey, remember that time you fucked my mom in Florida? <laughs> I almost <spit> my <laughs> I'm your son. And uh, the, then I would never watch it again. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The visual effects are awesome. Uh, besides Jimmy Kennedy, <laughs> now I want to get a fucking Photoshop, put all that together. Oh my oh, God, the words don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. don't <laughs> Dave, do you have anything to say you want to say about Evil Dead? Uh, Bruce Campbell. No, I mean, Darkness. the show was great. I mean, the, overall, Bruce Campbell is one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just he's campy. You know, maybe he's not the best actor sometimes, but I can watch anything that he's in because I know what I'm getting. Like, you know, he. He has he has some range, but he doesn't he doesn't stray too far out of it, and I, I sort of I sort of dig that. Um, yeah, just I, I I love his movies. I like his wit. Like I said, I've, I watched all the seasons of fucking Burn Notice just because he was in it. That's where I stand on that. I watched all of Burn Notice because of Bruce <laughs> fucking Campbell. Because of Bruce Campbell. That's it. That's it. No, he he really is like the first I guess like horror icon I was ever into. He was the first like face from horror that I recognized. He's one of the few like that are in a franchise like the hero of the franchise keeps coming back because most of the time they fucking die or they get they yeah, make recast. it they last like two episodes you know two movies or they get recast but most of them get laying camp to get killed by like part three so it's kind of cool to have like this horror icon that's actually part of this franchise from like the start to the finish if it's a, if it's truly over who the fuck knows i don't know yeah I know they're making another Evil Dead film. They keep talking about it. I know it's not going to have Mia in it this one. And yeah, I don't think he's even going to be in it. I don't that know where they're going. Yeah. Right? Because I thought Mia was she fucking was, amazing. She was great in that movie. She yeah. was great. Freddie Alvarez directed that. And holy shit. What a great we'll probably get, uh We'll probably get Bruce Campbell at the end saying groovy again. Yeah, you got to. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that scene was supposed to be. It was supposed to be him like pulling picking up in the up car, in the picking yeah. her up. Yeah. I mean, we really, we really didn't touch about that film because, like we talked about, it. he's just a producer and he appears at the very end. And if you keep watching, and honestly, eventually we'll probably have to do like a full rundown of all the Evil Dead movies. Yeah, exactly. So that's why we really didn't go into all those. We may not have talked about every fucking Bruce Campbell thing ever. Sundown. There's a lot of things in there. What's your favorite Bruce Campbell movie? Oh man, Mind Warp. Mind Warp. Mind Warp. It's the one you haven't seen. I feel like he's trying to sell me this VHS. No, not at all. I think that's what he's trying it just to do. Came, really. It came at that time where I was happy. He was really trying to yeah. like pull a real character out. He, um, I love everything about it. I like the production design. I like those kind of post-apocalyptic films yeah. that are real gritty without a bunch of visual flair bullshit. Um, the, the, it's really graphic. Uh, Angus Scrim is in it. He was a hero of mine, especially at that time. Uh, I, I, it sucks that he's gone from us, but we still have Bruce Campbell. Uh I don't know. It's, I hope Bruce Campbell lives as long as Angus Scrim fucking lives. Awesome. Right? Yeah, yeah. And Angus Scrim was fucking old in this movie. He's going and still functioning as of just a few years ago, really. Yeah. You know, he's still doing conventions and shit. But you yeah. can find Mind Warp on Blu-ray, DVD, and, uh, you know, obviously this VHS I have in front of me. But uh, that's probably, my favorite. Probably YouTube. I hope so. Mine's basic. Army of Darkness. I mean, I saw it on oh, TV. It's, it's my first introduction to Bruce Campbell. I watched it all the fucking time as a kid. Still appreciate it as an adult. It's the fucking best. All the one-liners and stuff. It's perfect. Um, for Maybe me, Evil Dead too, for me it's Army of Darkness. Yeah. Well. Shit. Just, I'm answer. sorry. It's just because that was the 
that was the first one I saw. And like I said, I, the, the drive, the drive in experience yeah. with that one, man, like just seeing it and like just having my mind blown that this was a movie that I'm watching in the theater. Yeah. And my mom's really pissed and she wants to go home because it's after midnight, but I want to watch this movie again. Yeah. I'm changing my answer. Man with the screaming brain. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to fix it? Yeah. What's funny is though, that one of the first bonding experiences that David and I ever had, it was I came over to his apartment and we put up this four panel fucking massive subway poster, subway size poster of army darkness in his apartment. I was like, I like this guy. Yeah. That's, that's had to hang true. it somewhere, <laughs> right? I still got it. That doesn't sell me on a person. I can tell you that. A lot of people have posters. Ted Shit. Bundy probably had posters. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess we're, we're gonna wrap this up. We're guys. gonna wrap this up. We're gonna thank you guys. Uh, this was a fun episode. Um, like I said, this is a person who has been a part of our lives, and hopefully, will until hope I die before he does. God, I hope you do too. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Uh, you know, the, you know the drill. Find us on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. Find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Castbox, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Podcast Addict, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Bye. <laughs> Breaker.